When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Lewis Salt for Boxing Social in association with Empire Fight Store and William Hill. We haven't got Matt today. We haven't got Parsons. So, you know, they've brought in the third choice goalkeeper. Uh, sorry, mate, but you're going to you're gonna deal with me. But other than that, how? I'll rule with a day, you know what I mean? That's, that's the way it's got to be, so... Lewis, but fuck it, it'll, it'll do, it'll do. Just seen a stoppage for Harlem Eubank there. Um, overall, um, a sort of frustrating fight for him a little bit, sort of a bit of a negative opponent, but overall, must be happy with that. He dealt with sort of the cards that he played with. I think it was a good fight for him because, you know, he had to deal with things in there, a, a negative opponent who didn't want to commit, was always trying to kind of hold and, and be very negative throughout the whole fight. So um, I thought Harlem done a very good job on breaking him down and getting him out of there and you know, I'm sure he'll be happy with the stoppage so it's a good night's nice work he he didn't seem to take much much damage at all if any so yeah I'm, I'm happy for him. After sort of passing that test getting through the eight rounds he's he's had a lot of tests now and he's getting there he's he keeping really active um, where do you see him now do you think now it's time for him for a potential sort of title shot in a, in a fight where someone's really going to come and have a go? Yeah there's a big, big fight coming in, in November I am not going to announce it because it's not my not, not my place to. But he's got a big fight in uh, November, and you know a lot of people will be happy to see it. I feel like I half sort of know what that was from a chat from someone earlier. Um, but when you're sort of working with your teammates and pushing everyone through, how good of that is in an environment where you're so close together? You see, you know, you got you guys like yourself, Harlem. You always come and support each other when they're fighting. So how special of that is a bond to have that all together? Where when even when you're going through camps, you're all pushing each other to do better, you know, in and out of camp, really. Yeah, it's it's very very important, and you know, me and Harlem, you know, I'm very close with Harlem, like brothers in the in the gym, and you know, all of us in the gym we're all very very close, and you know, Harlem's been training alongside me since you know I, I came to the Adams gym, and you know, even when he's not in training camp, he was training alongside me and, and pushing me, and he's been a very important part of you know my career, um, you know. Being, being there and going through all these things, me going to all the, the fights, me coming to New York with me, um, and now it's his turn to kind of you know, take the take the spot and take the shine, and you know, I'm delighted for him. Hundred percent. And one thing that's big for Harlem as well that I sort of wanted to sort of mention to you: how important is it now that he builds his own name? You know, he's got the Eubank name, and that's special for him. But he doesn't want to be known as you know Chris Eubank Jr.'s cousin. And how important is it that he builds a own name as Harlem Eubank? Would you say? I think it's very important. I think he's doing that in his own way. Um, you know, he's not your typical Eubank. Um, he's not brash. He's not uh, comes across. You know, I, I'm not saying they are arrogant, but come across arrogant at times, and you know, have that kind of 
superiority complex of things. So um, he's not like that. He's he's a humble guy, down the earth, and paving his own pathway. And I think he's doing a great job so far. And I'm just you know proud of him. 100% moving on to yourself um, bouncing back from the Luis Alberto Lopez also, I know you sort of spoke to Matt um, sort of just removed from the fight um, what's the sort of feeling now of yourself does this make you hungrier does this make you even more determined to you know I will touch that gold yeah, definitely definitely you know after it I was doubting myself and you know it took me about a week to kind of say fuck it no we gotta go again we can't we can't finish like that and you know, I, I believe I still have the ability and talent to go and do what I said I would do and become world champion. And you know, I, that's my plan. Now is you know, straight back to the gym, get working, get the head down, and you know, push towards that goal. How big of it is confidence? Because you believe in your ability, and you believe you know you know you will do it, and you know you will be the best. But when you sort of have a fight and it's hard, you know, um, and you take a loss, how much of it is actually like getting the confidence back again? Because do you ever sort of doubt yourself and think, you know, can I do this? Or is it sort of, you know, do you have them thoughts sometimes straight after the fight? I think everybody does. You know, anybody says they don't lie. Um, or, you know, they're probably like serial killers or something, or psychopaths, you know. Anybody who's in the right name thinks, you know, and will, will question themselves. And, you know, I think I've, everybody goes through it. When, once you lose, no matter what, you go through that. And you know, I went through that and, you know, I've... Now I've seen where I am and I know what's still left of me to go there and you know I still believe I can do what I do. Where do you think this rebuilding sort of place will take? What what would you like as an ideal sort of rebuild for you before you potentially change for a world title? Are you, is it do you want sort of um do you want sort of sort of sort of tune ups not tune ups but sort of fights to ease you back in before you get in like a big fight like a potential sort of a Leeward rematch or you know a Josh Warrington or fights like that? Do you sort of is that what you sort of want? I think the next steps they need to be planned very, very carefully and, you know, the next fights, they all need to be, we need to sit down as a team and make sure whatever path we can choose, whatever opponents we choose, are right and our point is in the right direction and, you know, whether it is to come back and have a fight to kind of get back into the swing of things and then go straight into a big one or, I don't know, I, honestly, I don't know what way it's going to go yet or I haven't really, really thought about it, I've been just kind of taking myself away and, you know, launching my own beer and, and doing all that stuff. So um, I haven't been thinking about boxing. I've just been enjoying myself. I will get onto that in a minute, but sort of last one on this subject. Do you feel like it's almost all or nothing in a way now with with, with sort of a potential world title shot? Do you think it's, you know... Do you, do you see like, do you see, do you see what I'm trying to say? Yeah, no, 100%. I don't know what you mean. Like a last chance saloon type thing. Um, and possibly, yeah, listen. But I, the thing is, I said that for that one. <laughs> I said that for that one and probably added some unnecessary pressures on myself because here we go, we're ready to go again. You know, it's it's not like uh, I'm not going to try again. I'm, I'm going to probably keep trying until I get there. Um, and I believe I will. So I can't sit and say here now that, no, this is last chance alone because I said that before and it actually isn't. You know what I mean? We're, we're back and we're going to do it again. So, yeah. And is it, is it important at times to take accountability, especially after this, and you look at yourself in the mirror and see, you know, where did I go wrong? Where could I go better? Do you ever, do you, do, do, you, do you, how much accountability do you take for yourself in sort of reflection in the mirror after sort of fights like the Lopez one? I take accountability, both my losses. Again, the loss against Lee and the change room misses are in, back in the hotel after and we're back and we're all sitting there too. misses. my fault. I took full accountability and I think after Lopez one, I said the exact same thing. 
I didn't turn up. It was me. It wasn't anybody else. And I'm pointing no fingers. No need to blame anybody. I was the one at fault. I, I, I didn't show up tonight and I paid the ultimate price and lost. Um, and that's just the way it is, I think. To be, you know, as a, as a fighter, you need to you know, have that accountability. But to take it like a man is, is the way it is. should always be. There's no point in pointing fingers. No matter what, if you can't point fingers, don't do that. Because ultimately, you're the one in there and you're the one that can make things happen. So um, that's why I, I decided to take it myself. 100% more. We'll move on to sort of more positive topics. You just mentioned sort of launching on your beer there, sort of doing stuff outside the ring. What's that like? How's that sort of been as a different business venture? Yeah, it's going well. Um, it's tough. It's it's uh, it's time consuming, but uh, it's going really well. We launched it in Ibiza, um, me and my partner, and, and we're flying. Uh, and we've had all sorts of celebrities promoting for us and, and stuff, and we've got it in the big clubs all, you know, all over Ibiza and, you know, I'm going to launch it in Ireland soon enough and once it's there I think it, it blows up even more and then the main goal, the long term goal probably is the US, you know, we hit the US market and you've got all those Irish over there and uh, they will, they will eat that stuff up so um, I'm excited, I mean, it's, it's you know something else, different venture in, in, in life and away from you know the boxing game. 100%. Uh, Mick, just want to say thank you for the time taking the time to speak to me. Um, I hope it went all right and I hope sort of I've passed the test compared to Matt. You've passed, I think you've, I think you've jumped over Parsons now. Sorry, Parsons, but I think, I think Lewis has jumped over you, mate. Oh, that'll be clipped up. He will hate that. Mick, thank you for your time and all the best for the future, mate. I appreciate it. Sports Social Podcast Network.